Hello and welcome listeners to another episode of Black Female and Dating. But hey, today there is a very special twist because we have the man's version. And for the man's version, I have my special guest. He is a master wordsmith. He is a master storyteller. He is a master commenter when you are on a live. I have the very, the one and only Pastor Pogson, also known as James Pogson, also known as Story of Pog. So ecstatic that he's here because he's about to break it down. He is about to break it down, ladies. So if you want the inside track, now is your time. Put your ear, put your ear to the wall and come ready. So as you all know, I always start with my stats. My stats are I'm 36. I'm married. I've got two kids. You know, I'll throw no one in. I live in Germany. I live in Munich. So that's me in a nutshell. Master Pog. The mic is yours. Leanne, thank you very much. Greetings to everyone. Yeah, right. Let me get down to it. As a black man now, <laughs> talking to all the sisters out here. First of all, personal disclaimer. I've got to give this personal disclaimer. I'm Do a it. single black man. Single by choice. Truly, truly, <laughs> by choice. And no, me not have no picnic. Yes, I'm sure I have no children. I have no children. I have no partner. I'm not married. Don't want to be married. Don't want to have any children. Love black women. Don't want to be married to a black woman. Don't want to be married to a woman. Don't want to be married. Full stop. Not gay. Happy. Not gay. Big up all the gay people out there. That's not me. But I like that. We single. Have happily single. Likes it that way. True that. No children. Dispelling no. the myth that black men can be single and have children left, right, and center. The choice not to have children, the choice also to be single. We have to put that into sharp focus because this is definitely not the story. People, even from your opening, they're still not used to hearing that. Here's my thing as well, which I've said to a lot of my female friends. I've said it's not about having children. It's about who you have them with. And I say that to the men as well. Parade. I know enough guys. Say, oh, the, the woman's this, she's that, she's this, she's that, she's this, she's that. I'm like, you're talking about the mother of your children. Yeah, she's this, she's that, she's this, she's that. And it's not positive things they are saying. Right. I say to them, let's say, for example, you get a guy who goes, oh, she's foolish, she's this. And I said, okay. So when did you realize <laughs> she was foolish? And that's when they From take a step back. Yeah, and I go, oh, right. you know, she's always mm. like that. And then they start. So I said, so what attracted you to her in the first place? Right. And I start talking about her physical attributes. And only her physical attributes. Attributes, right. And I'm like, okay. I said, can I say to them, so you never said anything about her intelligence, her personality, mm-hmm. anything about her. It's just about her body. Yeah, but she's this. And I was like, but this is the mother of your child or your children. So 50% of your child is her. Correct. And so they've never considered when you're cussing the mother of your child, you're, you're cussing your children as well. And okay. I said, why are you putting the onus on her? Didn't you choose to have a child with her? 
well, you know. I said, what does that mean? And here's Cole. I'm breaking it all down for the women now. When a guy says right. to you, yeah, you know, he lets you fill in the gaps. So when you black women say, yeah, do you love me? And he goes, well, yeah, you know, you like here. Well, of course I do, darling. When, listen to what the man's saying, the man's saying, yeah, you know. He's not giving you an answer. Yeah, he's not giving you an answer. He's saying, yeah, you know, you can come up with your own answer to this yourself because I definitely don't have one. (laughs) Women, listen to what I'm about to say. Listen to what a man says. Do not interpret what he's saying. Listen to what a man says. More importantly, listen to what he's not saying. Mm -hmm. We are very, very, very simple creatures we are you know we're not even we're not internet you know we're not even dial up you know we're carrier pigeon here's what a man is here's a difference here's a big difference between men and women a woman for example would meet a man who can't read and write and she'll like him and she'll say you know what i think i can teach him to read and write a man meets a woman who can't read and write and wants to be with her if he comes on and she's reading a book why you read book for who tell you who tell you to read? We like a woman the way she is. If she's got one foot, we're like a one foot woman. She got one eye, we're like a one eye woman. <laughs> woman meets man with one eye. I, I can get him a glass eye, you know. I can give him glasses. No, no. We just like stay as you the are. Way you are. And the thing is, when you change from how we like you, notice that again. When we like you, for example, if we meet you and you have no degree. And you aspire to get a degree, which is all, you know, <laughs> I encourage that. But some improvement, man like, yeah, self-improvement. Yeah, what's a man for? Like, you're getting a degree for? Because the man liked you without the degree. Whereas a right. woman, and this is a sweeping generalization and everything. A woman, yeah, but this is a bit- yeah, a woman might encourage her man to further his education. She might even support him and work more in order to, yeah. you know, manage that financial burden so that he can achieve. I, I worked with a woman years ago, a black woman, an organization, and she was taking, the staff would, I think she'd get like an every Tuesday afternoon after going on a particular course. And she was always telling me about her man. I met him once, but she was always telling me about the man. Is this black man? She's a black woman. And they've got, yeah. they got two kids together. He goes, oh, he's a lovely man. He's this, he does this, he does that. And I'm like, okay, cool. So she's doing this course. It's only when I left and we kept in touch because, oh, we're not together anymore. He was really upset that I wanted to do more education for myself. And I'm like, sis, hold on. What do you mean? He goes, oh, he says, why do you have to change everything? And she goes, James, he liked the fact that I didn't have a degree because he had a degree. Mm. And he didn't like the fact that I wanted to get a degree. And other things happen, mm. but that's ultimately why they split up. Yeah. There wasn't that need that he didn't want to level the playing field. He didn't want her to be a peer, but rather to be, in his mind, on a lower level than she was. But then, you know what, coming back to that, and I know you're obviously, you've kept it at a high level, but I'm even going to put that into the to the bracket of physicality. You know, you see all those stories of women who have met a guy and maybe she's plus size and then she loses all the weight. And he's like, no, that's not the one. And she, when she loses all the weight, it's not about the weight loss itself. Is that she's found a place to be comfortable. She's found a place where she has self-confidence. She's found a place where she finds she's now found her voice to be able to kind of check him and say, hey, 
I don't really like the way you're doing that. She might not be saying I can find somebody else. She might imply it and not directly say it. Some might even say it. But the point is, it's that friction that sometimes the journey of self-improvement isn't always what the partner likes, what the man, like, you know, the, the dominant partner, I'll say it like that, the dominant partner enjoys. Remember, there's a joke that Chris Rock used to tell you years ago, and this is before Barack Obama was even considering to become president. He talks about that there can't be a black president in the United States. Only because, oh, yeah. you know what he's talking the about? Black about, yeah, yeah, about the, the black woman. She's going to be telling you, yeah, yeah, yeah she's going to be telling you what. Yeah, because <laughs> he'll say, I'm president. She goes, no, we president. <laughs> 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 and it's a joke, but there's some truth to that. Right, but also what I'm what I'm hearing now is you're getting a lot of young black women now who professional black women, you know, they're managers, they're supervisors, where some of the black men who either they're dating or around aren't necessarily at that stage in their own life. Mm. And not to say that the black men feel overtly in a way, but it's like some of the black women are saying, "Well, where do I find a black man on my level?" Which is a fair question. But because of certain things, dynamics, and I've always, any organization I've worked in, and I've worked in corporate, I've worked in the civil service, I've always been the only black male. The only one. So if you're looking at that from that point of view, there's never, I've never worked with another black man as an employee. I would also add, I would also add another factor to that though, James, and I'd say, like, having worked in like financial services my whole life, that let's say in the London scene, a lot of the black men who are in, who were like in my sphere, they also weren't interested in black women. That's another dynamic to it. So it's like, where are the black men? And if the black men are there, are they interested in the black women? Like that's that, that's that next part. Yeah. I mean, personally, I've never dated any white women. You know, it's always been black women, but I've got two older brothers who exclusively date white women. One of them is they, he's married to a white woman for over 20 mm-hmm. years. We've got four daughters together. But, right. they, but my brothers have never dated black women. Right? So we were brought up in the same household. Mm-hmm. I shared the same mm-hmm. bed with my brother until he went to university. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you know how old school it was, man. You're all in the same bedroom. You know, so... But a lot of my friends will say, I can't believe you and your brothers all grew up together because you lot are so different. But mm. we were raised to be individuals. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know, because not every black man is the same. Not every black woman is the same. Not every human no. being, full stop, is the, is the, is the same. same. But that's also the other point about being black and looking for love. And goes back to that the, point, the post that I, I made, I think, yesterday, the day before, is that people don't allow us to be individuals. It's always being, we're almost an individual collective. You know, so when you go out, you represent every single black woman. And when they go out, if they've dated a black woman ever before, then you're like that same black woman. Or, you know, if they've dated, well, you've not dated yeah. outside of black women, yeah. but still, but you understand what I'm saying. Like that principle, you must be like, you must pay for the sins of, or, you know, or in the other direction. And you just think to yourself, well, it would just be nice if people just took you for you, not just your skin colour, even within black people. Yeah. Because as, you, as you've said, like, think about it. You've had to caveat and say, I'm single. I'm happy. I don't have any kids. I know I don't have any kids anywhere. And I'm sure there'll be black people like sceptically raising, but are you sure, really? Are you sure that in all these years that there's not going to be a child that's going to pop up? Because 
there's always that level of that's there's also that level of self-conditioning there's also that level of legacy in terms of black men bashing black women bashing you know that people see frequently as you said you know talking about the men bashing that I hate the phrase baby mother I really hate it but it's just more succinct in this case <laughs> um, you know that baby mother bashing as though it's a normal thing listen I've had women I've had black women who don't have kids tell me I'm not a real man for not having kids hold on yeah, yeah. So you're not a real man I'm like well you don't have any children so does that mean that you're not a real woman no okay so what does that mean then I said so imagine it, imagine a man saying to a woman you're not a real woman could you, could you imagine just to say could you imagine the uproar afterwards you know the uproar the anger how dare you say that how dare you question me like that i might have fertility problems and just just as an aside um james this is the other point you may also have had i'm not anyone who's listening this is not what i'm intimating but i'm saying that the sensitivity people play to women in the dating scene and talking about you know fertility and all that kind of stuff it should also be afforded to the man because you don't know what somebody's story is and your masculinity shouldn't be defined by your ability to produce children but the thing is i also i've talked to a lot of black men who've got kids and i and the one question i've had i'll say to them which is a stumbling block to many of them is, I said, so why do you have kids? Well, you know, or it's like, <laughs> she got pregnant and where, you know, and I'm like, no, why do you have kids? Because you can tell me why you got a car. You can tell me why you're wearing, this, why, why you're wearing the clothing that you've got. You can give an explanation. Mm. But you, mm. how come you can't give me a personal explanation as to why you have children? Over there, well, you know, and she, she why would she, why? She it got so I mean, one of the classic ones I get is, I got caught up. What does that mean? <laughs> I got caught up. I can understand I got caught up in traffic. Sorry, I'm late. What do you mean I got caught up? That's not very complimentary. How have you, why have you got 10 kids? Well, boy, I got caught up. In what? A cult. <laughs> I mean, what did you get caught like, up like, in? Right, right. Like, like, how does that even, how does that even work? How does that yeah. even work? You don't uh, forget well, yourself. Uh, well, you know. What does that mean? Like I said, women, when you hear a guy go, where you know, don't fill in the blanks. Yeah, but do you know something? Going back to your point even about like, and I'm not saying, I'm not talking about men with kids, but I think your question is into why do you have children is a really poignant question for a woman to ask if she meets a man who does have children because the way he treats them is going to be pretty much indicative as to the way he's going to treat you, seen as they're his flesh and blood. Listen, if I'm going to date a gay, and if I meet a woman who wants to have kids, and I know I've never wanted kids, why am I going to continue dating her? Why? Correct. And and if some women were like, yeah, I know he said he doesn't want them, but I thought I'm going to be the one no, to change his no, mind. No, no, no. Why would you want to change a man's mind? How would you feel as a woman, you didn't want children, which is your right, and the guy's like, yeah, I want kids, but I'm hoping you're going to change your mind. And then, well, God forbid, now- he cheats on you. And you go, no, why are you cheating on me? You, well, you don't want kids. He's like, 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 that's the excuse. Well, because you don't want kids, that's why I bred up Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> well, that's an excuse. <laughs> Blaming her. But, you know, but- <laughs> that's why I <laughs> 
but but you know though sorry sorry though like listen you put the fucks amongst um hens when you when you said that statement because I was that woman I was that woman I I have to confess it um I was a woman that didn't want kids and at the time when I was dating my now husband he was like I would he didn't ask me to change my mind directly not at all but he did say like would you would you consider having children and I was like give me time give me time and I did consider it and I was like, okay, I think it could work, but it could only work then and it could only work with him. So, but I also do know that in most cases, or I, like I read something a long time ago, that when a man doesn't want children, it's more likely that he stays by that decision than a woman. Yeah. Somebody says to me, oh, do you want kids? I said, did you say you want a new laptop? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't want kids? <laughs> no. Why don't you want kids? Why should I have kids? No, but I think like, right, you shouldn't have to, you shouldn't have to change your mind. And, you know, heaven forbid I say it like this, but you're old enough and this is not reflecting your age, but you're old enough and wise enough to know what your, um, what your decision is. And I think that's a really, another really valid point to make from both sides is don't go into the relationship looking at the man as though, A, he's a project that needs to be, this is, this is not like, what's it, some like interior design program where you have a before and after, he's not a project, so if he has his opinions, and if this is the way he is, this is the way he is. Right, let me drop another bomb for you ladies now, right? James is coming through with another bomb. We (laughs) men know how whatless we are, but also (laughs) we men know how good we are. So if you're looking at it as a percentage from 100%, some of us know that we're 20% whatless. Some of us know that we're 1% whatless. Some of us know we're 90% whatless. We know our worth. We know how whatless we are. We know how good we are. Right? So imagine now, I see myself as 70% whatless. I don't, by the way. Other people might see me. But but this is, as my grandma says, word speaking. Right? Just, just for example, so, say. Yeah. So you imagine now, I know I'm 70% worthless. And I meet a woman, and I think, oh, she looks good, you know. She's nice and everything. And mm-hmm. she sees past my worthlessness. In other words, she hasn't investigated my worthlessness. And I'm like, why? I'm 70% worthless. And I can get her. Wow. Maybe I'm not so whatless after all. Maybe I'm only 50% whatless. But truth is, I'm 70% whatless. Further <laughs> down the line, she starts moaning, oh, you're whatless, you're this, you're that. And I'm like, yeah, I know all this stuff. Yeah. How come you didn't know all this stuff? Because <laughs> I'm 70% whatless, but you made me feel 50% whatless. So, <laughs> you know, so I thought you were cool with a whatless man. Listen, I know, some, I know some black women who... The very reasons they got with the man are the same reasons the dash the man. <sighs> same reasons. Was that the man whatless? Or what was he like when you met him? Yeah, whatless. What? Whatless. Oh, okay, okay. So you knew he was whatless. Yeah, but I just didn't think he'd be whatless with me. So why have you dashed okay. him? Because he's whatless. Well, with you met me. him whatless. So I, so I say to women, why do you like, not all of you, but why are you picking up trash? Bringing it home and then dashing it out because it's trash. You knew it was trash. You knew it was trash. You just no, thought you could you know make it, it sparkle. No. no, do you know what it was? 
It's not that they knew it was trash. They thought it was trash covered in, they thought it was a gem covered in dirt. And when they washed off the dirt, they realized it was trash. Here's my advice to any single women out there who are looking to get with a man. If you haven't already got male friends, you need male friends because male friends will keep it real. Male friends will give you the insight into how men think. I will never defend men. I will defend myself. But if you say, oh, I've met these men. If, let's say, Leanne, you were single. And you were saying, oh, yeah. all these black men are what this and this and that. I'll be like, okay, that's your personal experience. I can't mm. say to you that you're chatting rubbish. No, no, no. I've never met every black man out there. <laughs> you know what I mean? So... But- but what I can't say is, James, I think you're worthless because there you can defend yourself because you can speak for your own actions. Yeah. And even if you did think I was worthless, I'd be like, okay, so what are you trying to date me for? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but then at the, but at the same point, James, if people love the worthless, if people love the worthless, they're gonna date, they're gonna date you worthless regardless. You just know that you run it's a ticking time bump, it's a countdown waiting to happen. But this is this is the other thing as well. Like I'm, I'm extracting because you're dropping all these bums and I'm having to extract extract more out there. It goes back to also following your instincts. And this is like men, male and female. If your instincts say it, it doesn't seem right, then it isn't right. And don't think that like once those rose tinted glasses fall off, the reasons that you weren't checking for the person in any case are going to be there. You just chose to ignore them. Don't ignore them. Don't ignore your instinct that, oh, it's fine. It's going to be better. It's not. It is what it is. You gotta know yourself. Why you know I mean why would you wanna compromise yourself in a relationship? Why? But I think but do you know what I think I because there's there's more to it than that. I don't think it's compromising yourself in a relationship because when, when you're looking, when people are looking for completion, completion can feel, you, people can feel complete in the construct of a relationship, which doesn't mean they're looking at the, the content, just the construct. A lot of people feel better being in a two than a one, even if their other half is a week apart. So it's not, so, it's, it's not necessarily all about, I'd say it's not necessarily about like, reducing your worth or devaluing yourself is that some people look to be happier or they believe that they will be happier if they are with someone no rather anyone and that anyone doesn't have to be a special somebody it just has to be someone that validates in that moment the things that they don't like about themselves or not validates in that sense sorry validates good things about themselves and if you know that you're 70 percent worthless and somebody makes you feel 20 percent less worthless you're going to do all the everything that you want to at the beginning to say you're beautiful you're kind you're smart whatever but when that person possibly says hey you left the toilet seat up you're like oh do i have to deal with that do i do you understand like it's it's a real thing and then all of a sudden They've gone, well, this person that said to me, made me feel so good, reality kicks in. And it's like, well, not only do they not make me feel good, I have to run behind them as well. And I think that's it. And then I think that's when the relationships start to break because not everybody is, you know, it's it's a very special place to be, to be truly happily single. Well, the thing man, is, man or woman. I, was, I mean, I was raised mom and dad, two older brothers. And the whole thing for my parents was common sense. And mm. know yourself as an individual. We're, mm. you know, we're going to give you certain morals and values. But my mom used to always say to us, she said, at the end of the day, you're on your own. She said, she said, you know, when you do your exams at school, 
Can you mm. look at somebody else's paper? Can you ask them for help? I said, no. She goes, so you're on your own, yeah? She goes, yeah. She goes, well, you're on your own. She says, learn to be comfortable with who you are. You know, she didn't say be single or be married. She just says, understand yourself, know who you are, learn how to do things for yourself. If you find someone who can compliment who you are or can, you know, can mm. support you and you can support them, go for it. Well, it's a case of, for me, it's, it was a journey of understanding who I am and what makes me tick. And I talk about people right. having the right temperament. Now, right. I've worked for myself for the past 25 years. Right? So I no longer have the temperament, I feel, to work as part of a team. Mm, mm. Because I, my, my, I've got a brother who's, he says, you know, brother's two years older than me, his boss is younger than him. When he was telling me, I said to him, I said, bro, let me stop you there. This is where my ignorance kicked in. I said, nah, nah. <laughs> nah, nah. I said, no, no. No, you telling, no you're telling me what to do. <laughs> and he says, James, he's my boss. And I says, yeah, I understand that. But I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, you, you know, in, you know, in the um, self-employed world, we talk about sacking your clients. I've sacked enough clients. I've sacked enough clients. I'm like, you're chatting foolishness. I don't need to work with you. I don't, listen, I don't care listen. if I'm eating cereal for the next month. I don't care. I don't care. Because it's like, you're chatting rubbish. I know I'm, I'm the expert in this particular field. Shut up. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not having it. Not having it at all. Listen, listen, James. Just Listen, I've got, I've got to bring it real. I've got to bring it around to you live and direct. I've got to ask you, like, what would this woman be like that would be, would be on your arm? What? Don't say that, you know. Don't say that. I don't know. You see, listen. I ain't even thinking that. I, get, I, I, I got a lot, enough elder black women have said to me, nah, you should be married by now and everything. And I said, hold on. And I said to them, you know, they say, statistically speaking, married men live longer than single men. Married. Yeah. Married men live. They yeah. say that married yeah. men live yeah, longer. Yeah. So I said, okay. So I've spent over half a century on this planet. Right. So if I'm going to get married now, if I don't reach 100, you know, I'm going to be vexed. <laughs> Because I've spent over a century single. If I'm going to get married, over, I'm, I'm, I'm over, oh, yeah, over half a century. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if I've spent over half a century single, I can't get married and drop dead before I'm 100. Can't be. That'd be wrong. <laughs> listen, 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 listen. I'm not a mathematician, but work here. Come on. Yeah, listen, listen, but you know, but you know something, but you know something though. This is why I love you, yeah. Because you're so good with words. You think you can throw me off the scent? Yeah, throw me off no scent. I'm still coming for you. Listen, I'm not even thinking about I know what listen, I'm not trying to throw you off the scent. I'm not even I am not even imagining the kind of woman because I'm cool with single. So I'm not even thinking about that. Seriously. So No, but you know something no, but that's that's but this is also like another side of the coin because when I said that I was asking you as a genuine question but the other point is I knew that your answer was going to be I ain't even thinking about that because this is something that people aren't also used to hearing that thing about being comfortable with yourself and being comfortable in your own company because the reality is James is that of all the people in the world who are allowed and who are afforded comfort we as black men and women are at the bottom of that list so that's why it's so reassuring and so good to hear that 
you know, you are a black man who feels comfortable in being single. You are not looking to propagate the human race because you feel it is somehow proof of your blackness to have kids. You know, those are the things that it's just refreshing to hear and see because there will be people that will be like, yeah, you know, I feel the same. There's nothing wrong with me. I'm cool like this. Listen, from, from my point of view as well, let's just say I know men my age and older who's looking at women like 20, 30 and go, wow, she look good, you know. And I'm, I'm saying to them, well, why am I going to trouble a woman like that for? And the word is trouble her. Why am I going to trouble her? Because if I've got no intention of dating, and mm. she might have an intention of dating, looking for a relationship and stuff. Why am I going to trouble mm. her? Let her right. find what she wants to find. What am I going to say? Well, boy, because she looked good. Right. And I turn because around to them and I say, imagine that was your daughter or your niece right. or your younger sister. And a man was trying to trouble her the way you're trying to trouble her. How would you feel? And they get vexed. Yeah, because they, they know what their intention is. Yeah. And, I think, and I think that goes back to your when we first came on back to your original point is listen to what the man is saying understand what his intention is because you will know very quickly if his intention is the same as yours i.e relationship versus fun and if he makes it clear that his intention is fun then don't look to change his intention to making it something serious because that's not the that is not the the, the post-it that's on your back no, nobody tries to ch change a meat lover into a vegetarian. So if a man's saying, well, boy, you know, I'm not, you know, I don't want a relationship. Why do you want to pursue a relationship with a man who doesn't want doesn't a relationship? Doesn't want a relationship. And then when he gets with you, because also as well, I'll give, give you an example. I've worked in the Caribbean. My parents are from St. Kitts. So I was over in St. Kitts in the year 2000 for the Carifesta, which is a Caribbean festival of arts. Which okay. is like, a bit like the Olympic Games. It happens every four years. It goes from island to island. So I'm okay, out so there like each, each Caribbean island hosts it as well? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I'm out there now, and I'm doing some work on radio and local TV, and I'm talking to one of the producers. Mm -hmm. And his secretary's in the room, and we're talking, and she goes, yeah, yeah, I've got my man, and, you know, my man lives with me, and, you know, we love each other. I said, okay. So I said, are you married? She goes, no, no, no. And I said, okay, cool. I said, is it something that you want? She goes, yeah, we're going to get married. Um, and I that said, doesn't sound very... Okay, sorry. So I'm I, did, gonna show yeah, up. So I just said to her, okay. And I said, um, I, said, I'm, I said, do me a favor. I said, I'm back in the office tomorrow. Do me a favor. When you get home tonight, please ask your man if he wants to marry you. She goes, yeah, we're going to get married. I said, and the boss says, no, nah, just humor James. I said, oh, okay. Come in the next day. Leanne? Tears. The, the woman looked Bex. Not even Bex, you know, Bex. <laughs> Bex. <laughs> so I said to her, did you ask your man? She goes, yeah. So I said, what happened? She goes, me and him done. No. I said, excuse me? I'm not making this up. I said, I'm him done. I said what happened? She said, I asked him if we we're going to get married. And he said, no. So I said, me and him done? So I said, okay. Let me ask you this question. What made you think you were going to marry him? Or what made you think he was going to marry you? Right. She goes, well, we live together. I said, whose property is it? She goes, it's my property. I said, okay. What does he do? She goes, well, he doesn't really do anything. I said, whose car? So it's my car, my house. So I said, so I said, okay, let me stop you there. He's got everything he wants. 
he's cool. I said, did he ever bring up marriage? And I knew the answer. She goes, no. So I said, so what made you think he wanted to get married? So I said, so it took me, a perfect stranger, to say to you, ask him. And you asked him and he said, no. And that's ended your relationship. She goes, yeah, because I wanted to get married. So I said, but you never asked him before. I said, what you got to ask yourself is, why you never asked him before? And I says, I suspect you already knew the answer. I said, from the man's perspective, I've got everything I want now. Marriage for you was not a deal breaker. You didn't say to him, you can only live in my house if we're married. You can only drive my car if we're married. You didn't say anything. You just assumed. She goes, yeah. And I said to her, I says, here's a tip. I said, if a man wants to marry you, he will say he wants to marry you. And he also won't shy away from the topic of marriage in general. So if other people are getting married, he shouldn't be getting no heebie-jeebies. If he's getting heebie-jeebies and he's there pulling on his collar, when other people are talking about getting married, then you also know there are. You know what they say? 85% of communication is nonverbal. Watch his reaction. If I can go to a restaurant, get a seven-course meal, eat it, and not have to pay, you know, not have to pay, as opposed to running out without paying, what am I paying? So but if I you also with... don't... Go on. I was, gonna, I was just going to say, even if we're also in a situation, like, you also have to be clear about your standards, even before you get to the point of you know, being in a relationship, like on the dating scene, be clear about what it is you want. Because if you're not clear about what it is you want, when I say what, I don't mean you come with a list of 20 things that this man should be, but it's like what you said, James, deal breakers. What is it that is super important to you? That And if your deal, your actual deal breakers are something that the man is not willing to do, then don't waver on it. Because if you think by pressuring him two, three years later into the relationship, it's going to work. It won't because he's already crossed it off his list of something that he has to do. It's like she said, okay, fine. I don't have to do that. See you later. Jobs are good. Imagine you've been working for your boss for six months and you've yet to be paid. But you've never mentioned pay and your boss has never mentioned payment. And then you storm out. He ain't paying me nothing. Well, you never said you wanted paying. And I'd say, so why did you stay in the job for six months? Why did you accept the job in the first place and no one mentioned pay? And then six months down the line, you're walking out because he hasn't paid you. When pay was never discussed, you turned up. But do you not, but do you not think, though, sometimes that when you go in the dating game, especially as black women, I think there's that there's that part of us that's like I don't want to feel like I'm too full-on I don't want to feel like I'm too exacting because you know and you know you read it everywhere black especially black women who want to date black men the pool that the pick the, the pickings are slim the pool is small I think a lot of a lot of the time the compromise comes out of fear the fear of not being accepted exactly as you are the fear of if I make all these demands he's going to be like well I'll see you later then because I can find someone else who will be happier with less and you know, it goes back to self-love and knowing your worth and all those things. But I think that is such a frequent occurrence that sometimes before you even go out in the dating game, you also have to put the energy and time into yourself to understand, as you said, who you are, what it is you require and how to recognize what people's intentions are so that you don't end up wasting your time. We would treat a woman the way she allows us to treat her. I've said to women, 
If you're going to date, treat it like a job interview. Where's it going? Because you're not going to go into it. Again, you're not going to go into a job and say, well, yeah, we want you to work nine to five, Monday to Friday. Okay, any questions? No, that's all good. Then you're working, right. it's like, hold on, what are you paying me? You, you need to ask for payment. So I'd say, to, I would say to black women in particular, if you're going to deal with a black man, if you want children, say to him, listen, I'm a woman who wants children. What are you saying? Now, some women mm-hmm. will say, I want marriage before children. Here's my advice to black women. If you want to get married and you start dating a black man, you tell him from the offset that you want to get married. Notice I'm not saying get married to him. I'm saying you want to get married. Because, don't you know, you'd be, obviously you'd be freaking a guy out if on the first date you say, I love you, I want to marry you. But if you're saying my objective is to get married, the guy's got to think, well, why? Okay. It's a woman who knows what she wants. Now, some guys like that. Some guys don't. What you want to weed out is the guys who don't. Right. It's a sifting process yeah. and it's not it's it's a sifting process. And it's absolutely the point where you are allowed to fully exert your powers because this is somebody who will play a huge role in your life here on after at least for whatever the duration of the relationship is, be it one year, six months, six years, 10 years, whatever. But you have to be prepared, as you said, to approach it in a way that really is strategic and really is giving it forethought. Dating isn't just a random thing. And if you take it as seriously as the intentions behind it, which is moving into a meaningful relationship that we, and, and finding a person that you plan to share your life with, then you potentially won't be as frivolous about it in terms of asking or asking someone to fulfill the criteria or, or being clear about what your needs are. If you know your worth, show your worth. And if the man looks at your worth, he'll either say, why? That's too much. Or, yeah, that's good. Because like I said, if, you know, like I said, if I think I'm 70% whatless and I meet a woman who's 80% value and I'm like, wow, boy, she's showing up. Am I showing off my whatlessness to this woman? If I am, <laughs> she ain't going to choose me. But if she's saying, you know what, this man needs to be at a certain level. And we're not, I'm not talking about in terms of his job. I'm not talking no, about no, in terms no, no. Of his qualifications. I'm certainly not talking about in terms of his money. I'm talking about his character and his temperament. Mm-hmm. Right? If the man's not showing up, move on. You right. don't need him. You know, I, 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 I used to do a live show here in Birmingham, and I did it in Leicester, called That's Why You Ain't Got No Man. Leanne, I think we should bring it back. I think we should bring it back. Me and you, Agony Uncle and Agony Aunt, that's why you ain't got no man. Let's do it. Here's the thing. The reason why I call it that, it's a provocative title, but it's not about the blame game. There is a reason why women who want to be in relationships are single. And it's not a blame game, but the provocative title that's why you ain't got no man. And it could be because you are confident. You are articulate. You right. know what you want. That's right. why you ain't got no man. Got no man. Right. Or it could be right. because you don't know what you want and you're ignorant. That's why you ain't got no man. <laughs> Amen. And there's Amen. a reason why male or female and you're single and you don't want to be single. There's a reason why, why? you're single. Definitely. I just love Correct. the title. That's why you ain't got no man. That's why you got no man. <laughs> yeah. Listen, listen, I'm down. 
I'm down. People Ooh. can call in, ask us some questions. Let's do it. Let's do it. But mm-hmm. I've got two questions. I've got two questions. The first question is, do you believe that if a whatless man, he's 70% whatless, mm-hmm. he meets a woman who is 80% value, do you believe that his love for her could actually motivate him to reduce his whatlessness? Or do you think you're forever whatless at that percentage? I think it can motivate him. But I'm going to twist your question a bit now. Go on. Anyone can say that they love you. Prove that you value me. Anyone can say they love you. Prove you value me. Ooh. Yeah, prove the fact that you slept with my best friend that you value me. And don't be no, hey, you know. <laughs> that don't work. All the man that's going, that's my line, man. That's my go-to line. That's my, wait, James, man. Why are you giving me my go-to line? Listen, everyone's going to be cussing you because you're giving out secrets. But you know what? You've just done a mic drop. So I've just had to throw down my pen because I'm just like, oh, my gosh. And this, this, this right there. Say, say it one more time. Just say it one more time. Anyone can tell you that they love you, can they prove they value you? So, you know, so women, next time a man said, boy, me love you, no. Just say to him, do you value me? I'm waiting for that. What, 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 you, what, you, you, hey, 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 you know how it, what, ooh, ooh. what does it mean? What does it mean? What does it mean? What, I don't understand. And if what he says yes, has he shown you that he values you? And you will instinctively know by his answer. So if he says yes and you don't feel it, then you've already got your own answer because words can be spoken, but feelings are real. You know the man who, if they cheat on a woman or vice versa, and it go, you see it in a lot of dramas, but darling, it meant nothing. Of course it meant something. It meant that you don't value me. That's what so it it's meant. Like, yeah, exactly. I don't value you, but I love you. Right. Mm-hmm. So like I said, mm-hmm. anybody can tell you that they love you. Do they value you? Do they show value? Do they see your value? Do they value you in their behavior, their attitude, their mindset? And if not, it's time for you to say goodbye. And it doesn't matter if you, if it doesn't, at that point, it doesn't matter if you've invested six months in the relationship, if you've invested two years in the relationship. The point is, is that your investment will provide no returns. This is going to be a some total loss game because everything you're doing at that point further on is a loss. Because it's taking from you and you're not getting any, anything back. And I'm not talking about real financial money. I'm talking about your time. I'm talking about the opportunity cost of meeting somebody else. All of those things come together because dating isn't being with the, 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 the time you spend with one person is how you cut off opportunities to do other things. So if they aren't showing you that they value you and when you ask them that question, the answer still doesn't feel right. I value black women enough not to date them when I don't want to date say it again and I value them seriously because if you value a woman if I I know that I don't want to date so why am I going to start dating a woman when I don't want to date just because I might as well just say well I like you as a person can we hang out as friends but that's goes, a waste well, of time yeah but if she goes I don't want that that's fine but be honest I don't want to right. be imagine what? if she's like oh I've been dating James for six weeks and I'm saying to my brethren I'm just hanging out with her Right. So, let's let's be let's be clear from the beginning yeah. as to what it is that's going on. We're we're at that point now. You know, like um, I read this book once. 
And it talks about all the different categorizations of relationships. And there's one that's called the almost boyfriend. And it's that person that you hang out with all the time. And, you know, you do everything together. You go movies, da, 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 da. And all the female friends are like, oh, yeah, you guys are together. And the woman's like, but he's never said we are. And it's like, well, if he's never said we are. As I always say, if you, if you have to ask if you're someone's girlfriend, it means you're not. True that. If a man wants you know, to be with you, he'll tell you he wants to be with you. If and he he'll make sure anything, that. Yeah, if he doesn't say anything and he's lying down with you, but he doesn't say anything, he doesn't want to be with you. No, I know and, enough and, big men who have been with enough women, but don't like women. They don't like women. might say, yeah, we love her off, but I don't like her, which means I don't value her. Because they don't respect her, because she is is a thing and not a she. And because they can move in and out the way they want, like, I'm going to go check you, I'm going to go check her. And nobody is also demanding it of them that they come correct. They're like, well, hey, I don't have to come correct, so I won't. And the man will think to himself, well, I don't value her. She surely doesn't she don't, value no, don't herself. Value her, so. but that's not going to stop him from lying down with her. That's not going to stop him from eating food that she cooks. That's not going to stop any of that. There's a difference. He'll still he'll still lie down with her, still spend time with her, still eat the food that she prepares. Doesn't love her. Probably doesn't even like her. You even get some guys who find the woman physically attractive. The more they get to know her, thinking, I don't like this woman. But she looks good. So I've got to have this woman. But the woman's thinking, well, he's after me, so he must like me. No. And that and that is another oh, that is another chat for another day. We'll have to do another chat for another day about the game of the chase and what it means. We're gonna have to do that another day, James. But my other no, final no. question for you was this. I ask everybody this. For anybody that wants today a black man, what should they know? What you need to know is, first of all, we are individuals. You need to find out we're not all the same. You know, we're not part of the Soul Solid crew. You know, we're not, we're not Wakanda United. There's no black men's network where everybody knows everybody. We don't. We're individual people. We are. <laughs> we have our insecurities. Like any man has our insecurities. We're not, we're not mm. bulletproof. We're not Luke Cage. You know, we all right. have our insecurities. So understand we are individuals. Get to know the individual person. Don't fall for the stereotypes. Certainly don't take, yeah, you know, for any answer at all. Don't do it. You can quote me on that. That's the Pugs yeah. said. Right. In the, in the Church of Pug, we were told, thou shalt not believe that, yeah, you know. <laughs> What the man going? Why you tell him not for man? That's my line. That's my line. That's been my go-to for years, and no woman has rumbled me yet. So, James, where can the good people find you? Give us all your handles. At the moment, I'm just on LinkedIn. But I'm hoping to do Instagram soon. Big things are going on, but you just find me on LinkedIn. I got a couple of um, YouTube videos and stuff. But just look for me. Black yeah, British but, you know what, storyteller. Can you give a shout out to your film though? Because I watched your short and it was amazing. So give a shout out to you. Yeah, it's called Parallel Lines. It's um, it's on. It's actually on YouTube. The producer put it on YouTube, but it's Parallel Lines and putting 
in brackets 2005 because that's when it was made. Because there's a because there's a number of films on there called Parallel Lines, but mine's Parallel Lines 2005, and the first image you'll see is of an elder black man. It's a definite watch, guys. Please, please go ahead and take the time. It's a it's a cool shot. So me, you know where to find me at Leanne MM on Instagram, Leanne Maya on LinkedIn, and you can find the episode of this podcast on www.leannemaya.com forward slash podcast. So it's been another great week. This has been like, this is one of my Black History Month specials. But you know what, guys, I think we're going to have to get Pastor Pug back again, because there's so many things, there's so many dynamics we need to talk about. We still also need to talk about the black woman dynamic, the legacy of all of that. So we'll leave that for another day. But on that note, have a great evening, a great day, wherever you may be. Thank you. Bye.